Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 35, 35 cookbooks, including Ham, An Obsession with the Hindquarter, and the first ever book all about goat, Goat Meat, Milk, Cheese, the first full comprehensive goat book today. I guess we're talking about something that goes good with goat. We're talking about something that goes good with everything, (laughs) and probably an ingredient we've used in most of our books, and that is... I think somewhat controversial for food writers to talk about using, but it is jarred marinara. Today uh, uh, is the jarred uh, uh, marinara show. Oh, uh, we lost all our foodie creds right there. We lost them. But you know what? Here's the thing. You can find decent jarred marinara sauce out there. Yes, there are yucky brands. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to name too many brands. No. But mostly you have to read the labels and see what's yeah. in it. What we tell people in cooking classes is when you read the label, if there's anything in there you wouldn't have put in if you made marinara or your grandmother right. wouldn't have put right. in, then don't buy it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of marinara out there with corn syrup in it. There's a lot of marinara with artificial flavors. That's all to make up for inferior tomatoes. But you can find decent marinara. And believe me, we have looked and we have tried, and we're not going to name any brands, but I can tell you some of the big, expensive brands are no better than some of the cheaper brands, assuming that all the ingredients are natural inside of it. Well, really, to be honest, I bought two jars of marinara yesterday when I was in the supermarket, and I looked at this label first because they were on sale, and it's a <laughs> it's you. it's a name we all know that I think of as a high end brand, and I was amazed. There's no sugar of any kind added, no no corn syrup, no sugar. It is a high end brand. It is, but it was two fifty a jar, which is not that expensive. No, it's not. But again, some of the cheaper ones uh, actually are just as good as the That's high right. price they ones. Uh, some of the high price ones are the ones that really go for the chemical fandango in really weird ways. I know that seems counterintuitive. Um, and we're talking here marinara sauce. We're not talking vodka sauce. We're no. not talking uh, Alfredo sauce. We're talking just the plain and, marinara sauce. But that's not even spaghetti sauce. It is right. labeled marinara. And we've had a lot of feedback from people sometimes over the years when we've called for that in our recipes, not because we're calling for jarred sauce, but people say, well, I don't like marinara. Can I use spaghetti sauce? Do they and, say it in that voice? What's the, I read it in that voice. Oh, I see. Now I see. <laughs> All right, go so on. So the thing is marinara, it's a little thinner than spaghetti sauce yeah, it, it does is. it's not as thick it is um it's a little more um, generically flavored it's just mostly garlic and oregano it doesn't have a lot of other stuff going on that's why i use it as an ingredient in recipes because it it is a little thinner it works well to go in an instant pot and let me make a shameless plug here and say that in one of our cookbooks the kitchen shortcut bible we actually have a recipe for a five minute marinara sauce now i'm just it's a shameless plug that i just did <laughs> i love shameless plugs <laughs> but there you go and almost as good as good marinara in the sauce kitchen shortcut bible i want to also tell you that the other thing about the kitchen shortcut bible since i'm going to just make the shameless plug is there's actually a five minute lemon curd that does not involve a double boiler and that recipe right there is worth the price of the book because I have made it a billion times. But okay, we're we're not talking about lemon curd. We're talking about marinara So sauce. what do you want to do with marinara first? Okay, the first thing I want to do is something that I taught Bruce. Believe it or not, I brought some food to this relationship. Bruce is the chef and I'm the writer and sometimes it seems as if he brings all the food. But this was actually a recipe that I discovered from a familial connection years ago. And it is for a no-fry eggplant parmesan. And here's how I do it. 
I take an eggplant, a large eggplant, I slice it into half inch thick rings, and I put all of these on a baking sheet. Oh, I should also say that I oil the baking sheet and you know give it a good generous olive oil grease. So you grease down the baking sheet um, and then you know brush some olive oil over those slices as well and bake them in a 350 degree oven for about 20 minutes. So that's what you have to do first. Now, all you gotta do is layer them in a nine by 13 inch baking dish with marinara sauce and lots and lots and lots of shaved parmesan. Now, shaved parmesan being different from grated parmesan. It's right. Not the stuff in the can or not the stuff that's all powdery, but I mean you take a cheese grater and you make kind of long strips. I, I don't mean a cheese grater, a cheese plane. That's what I mean. Right? Or, or a, vegetable, a, a vegetable peeler will work too yeah, if you don't have a cheese True. Plane. You can take a vegetable peeler and just make uh, thinner strips. And you make strips off a block of Hermigiano, Reggiano, and you, you layer it. And this is, there's no complicated here. Just layer it up, eggplant, uh, marinara cheese, blah, 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 with the cheese on the top. If you want to get fancy, you can sprinkle some fresh chopped herbs like oregano and thyme in there. Now all you got to do is stick that thing in that 350 degree oven and bake it for, I don't know, 25, 20 30, 35 minutes along in there until it's bubbling and the cheese is melted I and that's it. one addition that I think you will approve of and that is to um, place an anchovy filet mm. across the top well, and you could put like six of them so you can cut the, each serving gets an anchovy okay. filet baked on top. Yes, and that's more sophisticated than the recipe I brought. I used to just put basil leaves in between the layers. Um, you know, I mean, this is really easy. When I met Bruce, he wouldn't eat eggplant parmesan because he thought it was too fatty because it was all fried. He was like, oh, gross. Oh I God. was so fry phobic <laughs> when we met. We were. And I, I said one night uh, early on in our relationship, I was making eggplant parmesan and he grossed out assuming I was going to drag out 50,000 gallons of oil and bread and deep fry. Well, it's the same reaction Eggplants. I had when you wanted to call in General Tso's chicken. And I was like, You did. Uh, it was gristle, to, fried gristle. You used to refer to General Tso's chicken as deep fried gristle. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I made it and he loved it. And it's really simple. The better the marinara sauce, the better this will be. Always. The better Always. your ingredients, the better the Red food. pepper flakes would be welcome too. All that stuff. You can gussy this up or pull it down as much as you want. And it's just a cheesy goo eggplant and tomato casserole and now how about using that marinara sauce to make an italian omelet why not so just make an omelet the way you normally would make an omelet scramble your eggs oh do i have to mcdonald's <laughs> no the way oh, you drive make, to denny's the way you make it not the oh. way you order it uh, i see so okay. scramble your eggs heat up a skillet preferably non-stick for an omelet throw in some butter or olive oil put your eggs in and as the eggs are just about set and the omelet is almost ready I like to put a quarter cup of warmed jarred marinara, and I can warm it in the microwave for like 10 seconds, and I just spoon that over, roll up the eggs, roll up the mm. omelet, or fold mm. it over, mm. and I have a perfectly delicious mm. Italian omelet. You want to put some Parmesan or mozzarella mm. in there, too? You have an omelet mm. parmigiano. This is made for people like me who like ketchup on scrambled eggs. Mm, so it is totally made for eggs. me. Now, you'll note that there's no sugar in this, and there's probably no sugar in the better marinara sauce that you buy. And people who like ketchup on scrambled eggs like that sweet flavor. Um, you could put a little sugar in that marinara, but why? This is allowing it to be more savory, as Bruce said, with the cheese. You could get fancy with the cheese. You could crumble some fantina in there. Mm. You get it totally fancy. Well, if we're getting real fancy, you might as well put some olives and some oh, marinated artichoke cards. Really, honestly, just use that marinara sauce in the omelet as the base uh, palette 
space for anything else. Mm, uh, no. Okay, not anything else. Not motor oil, quarry dust, but um, <laughs> or any other culinary. It's my item. favorite thing when when food writers say, you know, you could put chicken in it, beef. You could put anything. Yeah, really, yeah. nuts and bolts. Mm, I could put you quarry know. Dust. Used, used razor blades. Oh, a nice. This is a family show. Okay, my third idea, the third idea on our mind that I'm we're alternating here, my third idea is grilled chicken. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but Mariner Sauce makes a great barbecue mop all on its own. If you don't like uh, barbecue sauce, it's too sweet. Mm, that's or if, the problem. It is often the problem. Or if you just don't want barbecue sauce this time for a change, try brushing grilled chicken with marinara sauce. Now, what you need to do here is wait until the chicken is halfway done. So let's say it takes a chicken breast, let's pretend on your grill 20 minutes. So for the last 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you wanna start brushing marinara sauce over it. It will reduce the heat of the grill, will evaporate some of that marinara, it will stick to it, it'll concentrate, it'll be a lovely, lovely Italian-y coating. You could even put a tablespoon of balsamic vinegar into that marinara sauce. I love that idea of the grilled marinara. Me too. Other thing you could do is fish, but not on the grill. I like to bake fish fillets, like halibut, snapper, trout, striped bass, any thick fleshed white fish. Yep. I skin it so it's a skinless fillet. So you take either a nine inch square pan if you have two pieces of fish, a nine by 13 if you have four pieces of fish, and pour enough marinara to cover the bottom by a quarter to half an inch. So maybe it's one jar, maybe it's two jars, depending on how many fish you're making. Put the fish fillets right into that marinara sauce, shove it in a 350 degree oven. It's gonna take about 20 minutes for that fish to be firm, it flakes with a fork, and you have instant fish in marinara I sauce. I have to tell you that I have, I make dinner, Bruce sings with a Baroque, oh, oh la la, a Baroque chorus, and uh, after his concerts, of early Baroque music, no doubt. I often make dinner for people, and I have actually thought about this as a dinner. I invite everybody that we know that has come to hear Bruce sing over to our house for dinner. So maybe it's a good bribe. It gets them to hear. It does. And so maybe there's 20 people who come and show up to us. And I've actually thought of this because I could fill a couple of big baking pans with uh, marinara sauce and put all kinds of fish fillets in it and just bake it. And if I want to get fancy, I, yeah, I can add olives. I could add some marinated artichoke hearts. Back to that. Anything Italian goes good in I could here. add some sun-dried tomatoes chopped up. I could even saute some onions in advance and put them right over the fish and then bake them in the marinara sauce. I could do all of that stuff and it, I would have... I don't know what. I could make easily 20 fillets in a couple big roasting pans. It's it's a sophisticated dinner. It's easy. It's so easy, and you look like an amazing chef when you do this. <laughs> it it's really it great. Okay, so the fifth thing, and now we're back to me again, is couscous. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but do you know you can make couscous with marinara sauce? You can't make it solely with marinara sauce. It's a little thick. So whatever you get, uh, whether it's whole wheat couscous or regular couscous, just look at the box instructions and just do a 50-50 ratio of marinara sauce and water to how this couscous should be cooked. If you want, and if you're a little worried, and if your marinara sauce is a little thick, just add a little more like, you know, I don't know, a couple tablespoons more marinara sauce for every, oh, I don't know, half cup of couscous if you want a little more liquid in it. But you can do a 50-50 ratio of, of a marinara sauce and water or broth to make couscous. It makes it what more italian -y? once again <laughs> we have italian couscous instead but it's a nice change instead of spaghetti yes. and it's not swimming in sauce because the couscous absorbs all that marinara yeah and so you don't 
it's it's just a lovely, lovely side. Yeah, dish. I mean, again, this doesn't take much to make it. You just get all that to bring it to a simmer in the pan, especially if you're using whole wheat couscous. And then you uh, just, you know, pour in your couscous and uh, take it off the heat, set it aside, cover it, and it steeps for a bit, and um, it's ready. Yeah, you can just add follow it. the recipe that says on your exactly. dry couscous. Exactly. Um, uh, let me say you can add dried Italian seasoning blends. You can add oregano. If we're back to this stuff, you can add some olives. You can add some artichokes. <laughs> So, of course, you do detect a theme. And, in fact, when it's done, when the couscous is done and it's still warm, you can take some of those little tiny bocconcini, those little tiny fresh Italian mozzarella balls, and just stir them into the couscous and then set it aside for about two minutes. They'll melt just a little on the edges, and so you'll have a cheesy, melty couscous oh, with, that, with uh, marinade. You know, that is as good for dinner as it sounds. You just, it oh, my that, God. Honestly, what you can do with that is if you make that couscous, all it needs now is a couple poached eggs or a fried egg bun on top of it, and it's dinner to done. Ah, uh, here's another great idea. Make that the day before. Let it get cold. Use it as a stuffing in a chicken. Oh, sure. Oh, my Why God. Not? That sounds like heaven. But without the eggs. Okay, so here's another thing you could make. Marinara vegetables. I know this sounds so dumb and easy, but it's so good. So take your skillet and heat up some olive oil. And you're going to take two cups of chopped fresh vegetables like zucchini, like yellow squash, like red onions, so, peas, string beans. In other words, quick cooking vegetables, quick, not roots. You're not taking roots. You're taking quick cooking, fresh, delicious summer vegetables. You're going to saute them in olive oil just for a minute or two till they begin to soften. For each two cups of those vegetables, put in half a cup of this dried marinara. That's all you need. Maybe a pinch of red pepper flakes. Heat it till the marinara starts bubbling. The vegetables are softened. They're al dente. They're delicious. It is a side dish yeah. that you can't beat. It, it is. That's another thing. See, I'm on a, on a round here. That's another thing that would be delightful with just a poached egg put in the that middle of it. That would be fabulous. Um, and put in a bowl. And that seems like a perfect weekend lunch. It seems like a perfect easy weeknight dinner. Assuming you like eggs, of course. But it seems like a really easy thing to do. This is what I think that we should say is that you need, your pantry needs to have several jars of marinara sauce. In Always. It. Because marinara sauce is just easy. Easy cooking in a second. Yeah, it is. I like to use marinara sauce. This is even on our list of things to talk about. But I use marinara sauce layered with um, no-boil noodles for lasagna and some grated cheese. <laughs> and if you want to get crazy, you can open up a jar of, <laughs> of Alfredo sauce. And so you just layer noodles, Alfredo, and marinara. Believe and it or not, we've uh, been nominated for Chain Spirit Awards. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tuesday night, you got to eat dinner. You, that's, that is what I always say. I, I have to tell you that when we write cookbooks, this is half of the time what I'm saying to Bruce is, would my mother make it on a Wednesday night? Or would my sister make it, sister-in-law make it on a Thursday night? I mean, that is the constant and ongoing question because, you know, I mean, it's great to write the 9,700,000 9, ingredient recipe with 72,000 steps. And yes, when I cook sometimes for Bruce's concerts i drag out our cookbooks along with otto Lange and others and i make these complicated insane recipes from those books that got nominated for james beard awards but sometimes as bruce says it's just tuesday night and you just got to get dinner on the table okay so here's the seventh one and it's the easiest thing i can imagine and this is how to make the fastest minestrone known to human beings. Okay, I'm going to time you. Okay, you take two cups of marinara sauce. Yeah. You take two cups of chicken broth, or call it a can, call it a regular can, whatever you want to do. But two cups of marinara sauce, two cups of chicken broth, and then you add a 
15 ounce can of drained and rinsed kidney beans and two cups of frozen chopped vegetables. You don't even have to thaw them. So that's it. Put it in a pot, bring it to a simmer over medium heat, cover it, simmer it about five minutes, you're done. What I love about this is that there's no pasta no. so that you don't need those extra carbs. The beans no. have enough carbs in them. Yep. It's rich. It's a lot of protein. Yep. It's easy. It's fast. If you yep. want to add some fresh herbs to it, go ahead Here and throw go. in some fresh basil, throw in some oregano. All that you know, Italian stuff. That, but that's you don't need to, but you can. No, and you that, don't. That is really delicious. It's soup. really, uh, you can add some red pepper flakes. Um, it, it's really just an easy, the fastest, easiest way to throw a low-carb minestrone together. Okay. Here's the easiest way to throw a mussels marinara together. <laughs> Take one j one jar. I like to use a whole jar. You could just use a cup, but I like to use a whole jar because then I want to soak bread into it. So I take the jar of marinara sauce, yep. which is three cups, dump it into a big pot, and I bring it to a simmer. Now the pot's got to be big enough to hold the mussels because now I'm going to dump in two pounds of clean mussels. You want to add more? With that whole jar, you can go up as high as four pounds of mussels. But, wow. So two to four pounds of mussels. Okay. Cover the lid. Let it keep boiling and steaming. Takes about six to eight minutes. Those mussels open up. You have mussels mm. marinara. You can eat it with the mm. loaf of bread to dip in there. Mm. You want to ladle this over cooked spaghetti. Ladle it over cooked spaghetti. It, it's like so It's heavenly. so easy to do. Now, again, we're going to go back to this. Of course, you can add a little wine to that. If you want a little white wine in it, it's going to make it sweeter, which would make it, mm, I don't know, a little more um, Italian-y maybe even than marinara sauce. You could add a little dry vermouth. And of course, we're back to the herbs of oregano, thyme, rosemary, parsley, the big Italian herbs, which would be fine in it. but on its own, it's really it simple. And if you get a more gussied up marinara sauce, because there are marinara, marinara sauces that aren't just plain, right? Um, you can make this even more outrageous, depending on what you get. Just don't use like an Alfredo sauce. No. Like if you love this marinara show as much as I love this marinara show, <laughs> then please subscribe to the podcast, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and you won't miss a single episode of great shows like this marinara show. Which and you should marry, apparently. I should marry the marinara show. <laughs> and when you're at wherever you get your podcast from, not only subscribe, leave us a rating. We love ratings. Isn't it nice to know that there's a third grader that lives inside of all of us? You should marry it. Um, and connect with us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Bruce is on Instagram as Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, we're on all those platforms under our own names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough. And check out our YouTube channel under this same name, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, where we have videos of all sorts, including how to work your Instant Pot, how to work your air fryer, and now a new set of videos called The Deep Dig Into, in which we take a wonky and long look at a dish on basically how to make it perfect. Connect with us anywhere you can find us. We'd be glad to have you back anytime.